Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Podcast Room 303. Introducing one co-host with more nuggets than Chick-fil-A, Nick Morahan. Executive producer until we find someone better, Eric Washington. Nobody really knows what he does around here. Nevada Putnam. And now, the single greatest thing to happen to hosting in history, Jermaine Antonio Colon Mendez. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Podcast Room 303, episode 243. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. We have with us both executive producers today, Nevada Putnam and the EPE. Um, before I ask you guys how you're doing this evening, I'm going to ask myself how I'm doing this evening. Eric, go ahead and pull up the locks because I have something to say. Oh, the locks. Okay. We are about 60% or you know, 66% of the way through the National Basketball Association 2023-2024 regular season. And I have... Now, enough information to give you who is going to win it all. Now, I normally sit here and tell you, well, a team needs to have done it before. They need to have playoff experience. They need to have won some games. They need to have this, that, and the other. But I'm going against that this year. There is an unprecedented offensive explosion uh, for, you know, for the NBA this season, although it's we've set the record the last five years. I'm going to go with a team that is unproven, but has been a fan favorite of mine for some time. <laughs> and uh, so most of you might know it's not the Utah Jazz because fuck the Jazz. <laughs> um, I'm going to – it's the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is Ooh. the most wide open it has felt in the National Basketball Association for some time. Uh, one of the best things is for the last three or four years, I think we've said that on this podcast, because it, it just feels truly wide open. The teams that we expected a lot from, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors are all kind of floundering and that, oh shit, we're kind of old and we only have two people who can make shots for everybody else. Is that really going to sustain in the playoffs? You have teams like the Cleveland Cavaliers who are now fully healthy and losing a shit ton of games because uh, when Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Donovan Mitchell are all on the court at the same time, they cannot figure out how to hoop. You have teams like the New York Knicks who Tom Thibodeau is going to run into the ground with his 40-plus minutes per game. Um, you know, you have teams like the Milwaukee Bucks who had a midseason coaching change and you know, everyone's going to blame Doc Rivers because their record's been bad since the coaching change, but it's the same exact team. The flaws that were there before are the flaws that are there now. The Milwaukee Bucks are the Los Angeles Lakers of the Eastern Conference. If Damian and Giannis don't play at unprecedented levels, literally backpacking the team, they're not going to get go very far. And it's the same thing with LeBron and AD. They don't have anyone else who can drive the fucking basketball. <laughs> so Milwaukee is out. And the odds on favorite to win MVP. Um, he had he got hurt again. I mean, the dude was so dominant this year that it was not even a question. And so now that team's chances are up in the air. 
I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. I'm going to go with who I think is the MVP. So for my two locks, I have the Oklahoma City Thunder winning it all. And I have Shea Gilgis Alexander winning the MVP. Um, yeah, that's how I wanted to open. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Uh, I mean, after that, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Who's their coach again? Man, I always forget his name. It's um, See the guy you told me to bet, Dag Dagnall. No, no, I told no. you to bet. I told you it's their coach is Mark Dagnall. Some of the best X's in O's in basketball. I told you to bet the Utah Jazz. Ah, right. And he was, I think his name is Avigero. Yeah, uh, I'm doing great, man. I clacked on uh, some Colorado Rockies baseball today. Saw them beat the Los Angeles uh, Angels. Oh. Some spring training baseball. I gotta say, the Rockies are the Rockies are looking good. The Rockies are looking so. This is why. This is, this is why I'm a fan of the Colorado Rockies. Is because just like me, the Rockies come out of the gate hot. They're swinging the bats. They're feeling good. My first couple of pitches in men's league every year, I'm touching 80, maybe 85. I'm feeling good. So I said, I got some left in the tank. Why not open it up? Game two, I'm done. My, my arm is about to fall off. That's what we're going to see come April 1st or March 28th, whenever the Rockies open the season. I think it's March 28th. That's what we're going to see the first. They, they get hot in spring training. They're all healthy. They're ready to go. You know what? I think we should abolish spring training so that it, at least I could have a good month of Rockies baseball. Uh, that actually matters, but that just bad baseball would be if there was no spring training. Love it, I'd love it. You get the kids that just like just came from like playing fall ball; they would kill it. We already have every April and March. There's all that's when a lot of the pitching, like I'm oh, sorry, not April, March, April, May. That's when a lot of the pitching, like this guy, no hit, such and such. This guy. You know, hasn't hasn't allowed a run in in twenty seven innings pitched. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. We already have those pitching things. Now take out all the practice for the hitters to get caught back up to the speed. It would be awful. You'd love it. I'd love it. Let's go. I'm a I'm a pitcher's kind of guy, so I think I would love it. Nevada, give us your thoughts on this Rocky shenanigans. There's a reason I've stayed away from spring training baseball, and it's exactly for what Nick said. Because I will watch it. Come on, buddy. I will get a little excited, especially if it's a close game or we're winning. Come on. You buddy. see most of the team on there, and you're like, all right, all right, we 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 got something going on here. And then June hits and it all falls apart. We have just tryhards that succeed in spring training. That's what I'm convinced. Yeah, I it's I love the enthusiasm, but my God, is it misguided? Cubs play the Rockies tomorrow. You guys want to put a little wager on it? No. Uh, I'll wager the the Rockies will win and look really good. All right. So we'll we'll how about this? I will buy uh, e each of you a twelve, and you guys pitch in to get me a twenty four. Okay. Sure. Why not? Why yeah. not? Spring I, training. You got to make it interesting, yeah. right? Spring training. Yeah. No, I don't even know who's in the lineup. That's the best yeah. part. That's that's crazy thing is the Rockies are starting their like August lineup right now. Yeah. 
We're we're in midseason form. Or no, we're in midseason lineup. That's the that's the problem. Yeah. Your your guys' starting lineup is is playing all the games let, right let now. Let me let me make sure. I because I get a I get a notification every day when the when they set the lineup. Let me can make I, sure can that I I'm get not... Cubs plus one and a half or something. You know what I mean? Like if you guys are starting the 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 A squad, although it's probably like a D minus squad. Yeah. Okay. So so listen yeah. to this. All right. Yeah. This was our, so, pretty much so our starting lineup today. Charlie Charlie Blackman, lead off. Yep. Chris Bryant, Nolan Jones, Brendan Rogers, Ryan McMahon, Elias Elias Diaz, Shane, uh, Sean Bouchard, uh, Ezekiel Tofar, uh, and Brendan Doyle. With with Austin Gomber pitching, Austin Gomber is our number two. What? Our number Three. two. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's Three, our number. <laughs> he's our longest serving <laughs> pitcher. He he's he could be a, an ace. Okay, yeah, I, I would like you guys. Got to beat you guys. Got to beat the Cubs by two. No, it's all right. We'll we'll just we'll just standard straight up bet. No big deal. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Doing good. Doing it good. doesn't matter with your Rudy Boo candy ass. Welcome back. You knew it was coming. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did, bro. If you knew it was coming, you wouldn't have started talking. It wrote. You know, it's just fun. You know what I mean? It's it's the meme. You are the actual living meme that I sent you the other day. It's fantastic. Well, this that's riveting podcasting, Eric. You got to explain the meme to the <laughs> listeners. Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, I don't even know who it was in the – I think it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the Heartbreak Kid, and Shawn Heartbreak Michaels. Kid. And uh, it basically says like when I walk into a room and see one of my closest friends and it's it's Stone Cold Steve Austin just going like that right in his face, which is something Jermaine does on a regular basis. But it's cool. It, it's all fun and games. Eric did a middle finger else. for – yeah, that was not listening, not seen with their eyes. Just, yeah. just riveting podcasting. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm 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 uh, I'm at the game for a minute. I got to catch up again. All right, well, we've introed for 10, 10 minutes. Let's go ahead and get into what the actual meat and potatoes of the podcast is. We'll be getting into head-to-head pop culture pick 'em top five things guys are doing when girls assume they are out cheating. What the fuck headline? Nick submitted a, a real gem that is super appropriate for this podcast. And then we'll get blind five since we have both executive producers with us. And uh, as you already know, based on the name of the episode title, this is 2024 NFL way too early. We'll give you our Super Bowl matchup winner, rookies of the year, offensive defense, dark horse team for a playoff run. Um, and then up to three of the following surprise offseason moves and second year breakouts. Without further ado, let's get it to head to head. All right. There we go. So last week was week eight. Um, and in true fashion to the podcast model, I really hope you guys are all fading us. Uh, Jermaine went 0-3, putting him at 3-21 on the season. Just devastating. I had those parlays. Just one leg. Dude. It, I, we got some interesting stuff that happened last week too. I'll let you guys take. Uh, oh, but man, Jermaine's down ten point eleven units. In Chelsea, oh. uh, Nick uh, had some unfortunate breaks, some late scores, and he actually had to push. So he went uh, two and oh two and one on the week, putting him at two twenty one and one, down four point five six units. Uh, Nevada, probably one of the worst beats I've ever seen. Uh, oh and three last week, <laughs> six eighteen, six and eighteen, down eleven point six two units. Nevada, you want to talk about that one? No, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, so, so I will. Uh, 
in the uh, in the Am Better Health 400, Kyle Busch uh, crossed the finish line. Uh, what was it? Nevada point zero six seconds. Point zero zero three. Oh, zero zero three. That's three thousandths of a second behind the first place winner. And if you look at it, if you look at the photo finish photo. It's gnarly. It's gnarly. There's about four people that could have won the race. It's absolutely bog. It's like to lose like that, Nevada. Would you rather have him not even finish the race or lose like that? Oh no! No, out of the race in lap 87. Okay, absolutely. That's amazing. I saw the picture. I I honest, honest to God, I was like, I can't. I couldn't tell it was. If they would have left that to me, I'd have been like, tie. Eric took Manu money line. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, dude. And then I actually had a surprising week, went two and one. Uh, my NBA bets are starting to kick in. I know you guys said they were smashing me, but I'm going to be all right. I hit two of them. Uh, unfortunately, I decided wow. to bet on everybody's team in this league. And like wow. Man United does for Jermaine so many times, it let me down. But I am 5 and 19 up 6.72 units. Yeah. Look, I tell everyone in the soccer chat, all the time do not bet manchester united and you and nick in your infinite wisdom continue to bet manchester united it's so finite the united, me, it's it's finite it's finite wisdom let me reiterate again on this podcast do not bet manchester la, united la, 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 la. <laughs> all i heard was it'll hit eventually <laughs> <laughs> 17 reds in a row it's gotta be black and that's how you get two and 21 uh, i i gotta say not only am i on a cold streak in head-to-head i am in a cold streak in real life and i would really like some winners uh this this tonight is not starting off good took uh took auburn plus seven and a half they lost by eight so i it has just been you know we talk about the kyle bush thing right i would prefer for the bet to just be over but it seems like a lot of these bets that I'm missing are like, again, Eric mentioned it. Just needed one bet to hit on a tie, no bet. Since the start of, I think it's, I think the stat was the year was 20, maybe it was 2019 because they, they didn't take COVID. So the last three full seasons in the MLS, away teams only win 20% of their games. So I took tie, no bet on the home teams. Tie, 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 no bet. And the Inter-Miami game was looking good until the 92nd fucking minute when Lionel Messi scored. So, you know, goats do goat things. That's just where I'm at right now. That's just where I'm at right now. Oh, Dallas did win, though. So that's pretty good. The Dallas Mavericks. Good good for me on that. That's pretty funny. Uh, so, pre-show, we had an, uh, an internal dialogue as as friend of the pod had took some shots at us. And so, here's what we're going to do. We're not going to reach out to this individual. We're not going to ask him if he's listening. You took the shots, right? 2 and 21. Our records are out there. Nothing, nothing we're doing is a secret, Right. That's the other thing. Everyone could talk shit, but nobody shows the slips. Everything we do is documented and put on the socials. Unfortunately. So if you, unfortunately, right? <laughs> Nick even has an app to track how many. I, yeah, I'm, I'm on it right now. I'm yeah. on it right now. 
So, if you're listening, we are inviting you to submit before every Tuesday for for the week. So, you just pick a bet for the week. Just submit it before Tuesday so we can announce it on the podcast. You are now invited to submit your bet of the week. Right? I'm not using your name. You know who you are. You, Eric uh, said that you were you were talking trash in the hoops chat, which is hysterical because you should be. That's super, it's a super terrible two and twenty one. I'm not doing much better, but we're inviting you, and we'll track your bets. Here is the only parameter: you cannot bet anything that's greater than a minus one fifty money line. That's it. If it's minus one forty nine, you're in the clear, big fella. Really, so, minus one fifty, you can bet it. So. Here's the thing. Oh, it's, if it's minus 150, you can bet it. That's yeah. true. So if you're listening, you know who you are, and we invite you. We will make you part of this. We'll give you a little segment, a shout-out weekly, and we'll discuss your pick and whether it hits. Let's let's but you know, you also said you support. So this is this is it right here. On episode 243, the invite has been extended, and you have until March 15th yeah. to respond. Sounds right? Good. Let's yeah. let's say let's say it takes you a while. You like to let the episodes build up. You listen to them at work or something. Right. March 15th. Let us know if you're interested. If not, you obviously don't pay attention. So what does it matter to you? Let's go ahead and get into the pop culture pickup. Top five things guys are doing when girls assume they are out cheating. Uh, today's order is going to be Eric, myself, Nick, Nevada. Without further ado, Eric, take it away. Uh, I don't know why I was struggling with this one so much at the beginning, but I think I came up with a good list. My first pick is going to be absolutely nothing. <laughs> Damn it. It is the most that's, appropriate that's answer. One. That's a great, that's a great the, one, one. That is one of what? That is 101. There is nothing better. That's one of one that I didn't even have. I didn't even have it on my draft board. I'm going to pick my 101, and it's aliens fighting robots. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That I'm just thinking about aliens fighting robots. Who's winning? Could Godzilla could Godzilla beat the Megazord? Could the Megazord beat King Kong? Could King Kong? beat a cyborg from the justice league it's aliens fighting robots that dominates way too much thought energy but it's an interesting topic uh yeah i mean i'll 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 play off that and i'll just say normally not only is it thinking about it it's watching it so i'm gonna say watching dumb shows slash movies right that like you don't even they don't even need to be good i remember i watched rrr we, I just sat there for three hours with my buddies watching RRR because we were like, it's a Bollywood. It's not Bollywood. I know I'm, I'm it's or, or whatever it is. Right. But like, it's just, it was just a dumb movie. And every, every person that I've, that I've shown this movie to has been like, this is dumb. I know it's dumb, but you know what it did? It entertained me for three hours. And guess what? I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't texting people. I got in trouble. Because I wasn't texting people, right? <laughs> because I was just watching a movie, right? But I just didn't talk for three and a half hours. Oh, that's a, that's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, 
mine my favorite one is trying to basically overthink or figure out how the simplest things are accomplished like how are oreos put together bro or that's why why do gas made yeah like why do gas pumps stop pumping gas when they're supposed to like why does how does that happen that's why <laughs> how it's made has had such a long and successful run as a tv show absolutely is that um, on streaming it's gotta be <laughs> probably not because they're still cranking out new episodes of how it's made there are yeah. billionaires uh let's see my next one uh this one might be a little bit um nick can attest to this but maybe because i'm out in colorado but just thinking about like how settlers got to new land and traverse the land like you're just looking out there and you're like there's like a lot of fucking trees out there like how do they get a wagon through there bro so for those of you who don't know i just got back this weekend from montana my poor poor beautiful girlfriend katie had to listen to me at every single moment go you imagine what it was like to live out here and like there was one point where we're snowmobiling and the snow is you know out out when you actually get out into the trails on the mountain it's like five foot deep and because they piled it up on the side go you imagine surviving out here in the snow what would you do yeah right top of the mountain we got caught in a whiteout what would you like, like did they just die what if you encounter a moose (laughs) bro that's so good the the moose callback well done nevada well done shout out papa putnam uh i'm gonna say lighting shit on fire it does it doesn't matter if it's a firecracker going in an anthill or a leaf or a car or (laughs) something it's just normally i'm like i'm there's a high chance I'm lighting shit on fire. Legally, of course, right? When's the last thing you've what's the last thing you've lit on fire, Nick? Uh logs while camping. What what was the last car you set on fire? Uh that's what I thank you, Nevada. Psychopath over here just lighting cars on fire. And then he follows it up with as long as it's legal. Oh, yeah, of course. That's the disclaimer, yeah. right? You gotta, right. You gotta throw it in. It was my car. It was yeah. my car. <laughs> Did I collect insurance because my BMW was a piece of shit? Yes, but it let's was not, my let's car. That's not. Let's not get into the tax fraud that, that I committed against Mazda for, for selling that BMW for $8,000. Damn thing didn't even have brakes. <laughs> $8,000 with no brakes is... is... I, it's bonkers. <laughs> I got out of there so quick. I got it. I just... I was fearful that any moment the salesman was going to walk in and go, you know, this has no brakes, right? <laughs> and I'd have to look him dead in the eye and go, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I imagine the salesman came out and it was like, all right, Nicholas, here's the deal. We will give you eight. And you're like, yep. And like, No, I had, to, I had to act like I was upset that that wasn't enough money. I had to be like, I had to look another grown man in his face and go, you can't do any more and him just be like i think that's our high point and i had to be like you know what let me do that look down all right fine you got yourself a deal i had to say to another he has a family he probably has children and i had to go to him and be like can you do more than eight thousand dollars for a car that doesn't that that dude used to have a family because they left him after that Nick did the old pat down to not tip. He's like, oh, must have left my cash in the room. Oh, 
they were like, do you have, I basically threw the car key at them when they asked for it. I was like, you guys, if I was fully ready for them to just say, we'll take it off your hands. And I would have said, fine, great. But $8,000 they gave me for that car. Oh, (laughs) what a win. Um, My next pick is learning about the animal kingdom. And the latest, the latest addition into my lexicon of knowledge is that Madagascan millipedes are incredibly poisonous creatures. And they can roam the rainforest with almost no predators messing with them, except for the lemurs. The lemurs, dude. Freaking Momo from the Avatar. Dude, so lemurs. They like to move it, move it. Because lemurs are so big, right? The poison in those millipedes isn't enough to kill them. So they pick up the millipedes and they rub the poison on their fur to kill insects that are nesting in their fur. And they also take a little bite of the millipede. Because the poison has a psychoactive effect on lemurs. Damn. So I was sat there for 10 minutes today and just thought about what do lemurs see when they're tripping on this Madagascan millipede poison? Yeah. It, was, it, was an, it was an effective killing of time. Yeah, Nothing was accomplished, but I'm sure somebody out there thought I was cheating. Um, and, and you can't make that up. You can't. You can't be like. You think like what lemurs are tripping on? They'll be like, okay, who were you sleeping with? Who were you seeing? <laughs> What's her name? Damn. All right. So uh, switching up a little bit from uh, the men thinking about things, I'm gonna go with because this actually happened to me out shopping for her. Well, it's because you went shopping without her. That's cheating. it. Was her birthday gift? It's cheating. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But I was cheating the whole time. Uh, you cheated on her. You didn't take her shopping. Yep. Uh, and then with my next one, I'm going to go with uh, at home with my real family. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go with uh, working. <laughs> Damn, that fell. <laughs> that fell flat, Eric. I'm sorry, man. I got <laughs> it happens, dude. That was, a massive, that was a massive swing. Dude, it's not even the worst. Uh, it's not even the worst choke job I've had, bro. Trust me. Uh, he, he didn't even. He oh, didn't, are we not doing phrasing anymore? He didn't even do. He didn't leave wiggle room for anyone to respond. He said, "At home with my real family." Just kidding. That's not my real answer. Like it was all one sentence. There wasn't even a comma in that. Bitch. But then you paused after after you said that. Because I was thinking. Well, wow. spaced out. <laughs> <laughs> Another uh, thing you could be doing when they assume you're out cheating. Thinking. thinking. <laughs> Spacing out. Oh. Happens all the time. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to live through this podcast, guys. I'm also this... dying of heat because I thought the fan was going to be on. And it was cold all day, so I got the heaviest jacket I have in my closet on. And I'm about to have a heat stroke. It's crazy. Bitch. They invented this thing <laughs> called taking it off. I know, dude, but I'm in the zone, dude. <laughs> Eric's just red. Just, just, I'm super hot, bro. Like I'm legit, like dripping sweat under this got, fucking jacket, he's dude. He's got a jacket on. A hoodie it's a sauna, on, bro. A ball cap on. 
not pictured as the trash bag underneath the jacket. He's, oh. he's trying to make weight for his yep. pro fight. I'm cutting, dude. Um. Oh, dude. The very next thing is is thinking about random sports players. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's it's remembering Tim Thomas's run to an epic, like three years, thirty five million dollar contract. Um, Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn's epic contract. <laughs> it's thinking about Kevin Ollie and Luke Walton, who I boat, who I hyped up in high school. Every time I would show up to the park to hoop, I was like, "Yo, you see Kevin Ollie's game last night, dude? Four points, two boards, one assist." <laughs> Those pro so, numbers right there. Bro, those pro numbers. So him and Luke Walton, and Eric can attest to this, I gassed those two fools up because they played with a great IQ, right? They weren't actually that good, <laughs> but they had great IQ, and they helped get easy buckets for everyone else. And then they both went on to be championship-winning coaches, ironically. I text my boy, who I hooped with all the time, and I was just like, hey, man, you see that Kevin Ollie got, got the Brooklyn Nets gig? First of all, didn't know he was an assistant coach for the Brooklyn Nets. So now he's the interim head coach. And I was like, I think it's time to bust out those KO, those pay less KO ones and put them on eBay, bro. Oh, Jesus. Those Kevin Ollie ones, dog. Uh, so for my third pick here, uh, I'm going to go with playing bar games. Normally, anything combined with drinking uh, is a massive time suck and, and is normally involved with. Uh, she thinking you're cheating because it also kills brain cells. So you're like, what did we do for three and a half hours? Oh, yeah, we played pool. We played pool for three and a half hours because you don't think about playing pool because you're really just chatting with your, your bros and, and drinking beer and uh, and doing all the other stuff on, the, on this list. But while you're playing pool or darts, darts is a huge time suck. Beer pong. Beer pong. Ping mm. pong. Ping pong is a good one. Shuffleboard. Yeah. Yep. Especially outside. Like, uh, what's the what's the what's the ring toss game? Oh, I know. Not ring toss, but it, it's the horses. It's, it's the ring game where you you let it fall and try to catch it on the hook. Yes. Oh, I yes. Dude. I don't. Is it just called the ring game? Stringy the, ring. <laughs> Look, we have played this game so much, and I don't even know the no, name of it. No idea. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, kind of working off of yours, Jermaine. Uh, at some point when you're watching sports, you're going to think, what sport record cannot be broken? And if it could, who's most likely to do it? Mm. The boys and their unbreakable records. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eric, you have a microphone. Oh, so the game's called Hook and Ring. Hook I didn't want to cut Nevada off. Yeah, Hook and Ring. Hook and Ring. So you found a hooker and put a ring on it? You out there cheating? <laughs> Bro, Jesus. that's exactly the leap they'd make to Nevada. That was, yeah. That's too quick, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, on my back-to-back, uh, you're going through the conspiracy theories and thinking which one is next most likely. Mm. What's the next one that makes the most sense? What's the one, you know, could I get involved in this? Could I own a mattress firm? <laughs> yeah, no. You got to be blooded in a mattress firm. Well, probably so. <laughs> um, I'll go. My fourth pick, 
I'll go uh, something that is dying out, but we manage to do every time we get together playing co-op couch video games. Oh. Just make it make it like Rocket League, make it like sports video games. I don't know what other video games are left, but just just sitting, drinking, playing co-op video games. That just the hours you look up, you're like, what, what did six hours go by? I haven't talked to anyone. I don't think I've blinked. Bro, couch co-op will really suck you in, dude. Shout out, uh, oh man, Battletoads. Oh, that game is infuriating. Yeah, <laughs> me and my buddy Sean, shout out my boy Sean. We always play it drinking, and we get to this one part in the tunnel, and we're too drunk. Right, it's already difficult sober. And now you've added the difficulty of drinking and driving because you're on a motorbike and you have to move side to side and jump. And, and then if you don't move fast enough, you get smashed by a wall and die. And never, never going to get it. Yeah, this is why you don't drink and drive. Yeah. <clears throat> um, man, next one is. Oh, dude, think about how the pyramids were built. Yeah. Or, or any Marvel. Yep. Yep. I've settled on it was giants. <laughs> yeah, maybe I like I. I don't know. I I'm a, I'm a firm believer that there were giants once upon a time. So it I had to be it. giants who built those motherfuckers. Maybe it's possible. We could talk about it <laughs> for sure, and I will talk about it. I will spend hours and I will show anecdote. I will Charlie Day that motherfucker, and then the I wall. can hit you with well. Yeah, another wonder of the world, the Colossus of Rhodes. Maybe that was just a statue of a giant. Yeah, he was turned to stone by, what's her name? Medusa. Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> all right, let's 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 uh, let's speed up this last round. We're already at half an hour, boys. Uh, all right, so my last two picks, I'll go plotting fantasy trades. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> yeah. a great yeah. one. Hey, have you thought about my fantasy trade yet? Yeah. Keep going. We'll talk. We need to move on. Yeah, we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> plotting fantasy trades. Fucking talking Jermaine is what you were doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I guess, I mean, damn, this is tough because we, we took some really good ones here. Let me go quick. Uh, well, don't don't rush it. Like, take, It's all right. We got time. <laughs> no, it's because I, I like the – I was going to say unbreakable sports – I wasn't going to say unbreakable sports records, but I was going to talk about that. Um I guess just debating with your friends about anything, like sports, just finding a reason to argue with your friends. Yeah. That's a a natural dude thing. Yeah, just just, arguing. We're just going to discuss whatever stupid thing we're going to discuss. Superman could not beat the Phoenix in a fight. Are you kidding me, dog? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It, it, it raises up to a point where you just where you it's almost to blows, but it's not to blows. I mean, no, it does not. You gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta walk away though. There's some that you gotta walk away. That that's a real life debate. Have you yeah. guys ever seen that video of the dude arguing about the wicked witch of the west and the wicked witch of the east? <laughs> and who was her sister? Yeah, dude, that that just that's every friend that's every guy friend. Oh, wigs, bro. <laughs> Ooh, this is a fun test. What is the name of the wicked witch of the west? I just used it in the chat the other day. Oh, yeah. No, dude. Not going to remember that. Alphaba. Alphabet. (laughs) Uh, Dude, I had another one, but I'm going with trivia. Yeah. I had another 
like one I was going to go with, but trivia popped in because I literally just did it. <laughs> uh, sometimes I, I'm just driving. <laughs> Do you ever get in that mode where you just, you're just drive Like you just, you drive to a place, drive back to a place. It's like, what are you doing? You're like, I was just drive. I was driving. I saw a place over here. I wanted to go check out what was in that town over there. So I drove over there and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So I drove around that way. And then it was an hour later. I used to go for drives all the time. Yeah. Until, you know, the gas prices. Yeah. Now I walk places. (laughs) Much more than walk. Walking takes a long time too. Much more in the immediate vicinity. But yeah, I'd much rather walk places because it doesn't cost me, you know, especially if you're driving a truck. Yikes. True that. All right, uh, last one. Simple. You're watching the game. Go to the bar. You're talking with other people about the game. You're just you're just duding out with strangers at the bar. Bro, there's nothing like just being at the bar. I. This is what's so funny is I go places by myself all the time because it's just a lot. It's a it's so low maintenance. I don't have to pick. I don't have to pick a place that you know other people are going to like, I know I'm going to like it. And I know it has what I want. It has warm beer and cold pussy. And that is exactly what I'm there for. Right. And then a dude next to you is there for the same reason or him and his homie. And you guys have just become best friends. You'll never exchange names or numbers. You'll probably never see them again, but you just spent the last three hours of your life with this person talking about whatever random game is on the, on the television. Like boats passing in the middle of the night. All right, Eric, read our list back, please. <laughs> All right, so top five things guys are doing when girls assume they are cheating. Uh, I had the first pick. I went absolutely nothing, shopping for her, working, plotting fantasy trades, and debating with your friends about anything. Uh, Jermaine had thinking about aliens fighting robots, learning about the animal kingdom, thinking about random sports players, uh, how the pyramids were built, and trivia. Nick, watching dumb shows slash movies, uh, lighting shit on fire, <laughs> playing bar games, co-op video games, and driving. Nevada had the fourth pick. He went trying to understand the simple things. Uh, good example of how it's made the TV show. Thinking about it, the settlers, um, unbreakable sports records, conspiracy theories, and good old-fashioned just watching the game. My number, a- my number five pick was originally going to be cheating. that's what i wanted to do with my shit but i fucked it all up (laughs) trying trying to cheat trying to pick up a girl (laughs) i ain't cheating yet give me the give me the chance what'd you do today eric Eric just got real he he got too serious with it with his other family we were all like yeah what (laughs) caught us off guard oh yes the Cavs bulls are going to overtime the over might hit still sorry guys i had a Cavs Bulls over. Boo. <laughs> I don't want overtime. I want a dub. No, no. We need the overtime. We lost to the Pistons yesterday. Dude. Ugh. Oh, they have, they have 10 wins finally? I, yeah, I think and two of them are against the Bulls. Jesus, dude. That means the Sixers record's fucked. They're going to still keep it. So before, before they went on that losing streak, the Pistons' last win was against the Chicago Bulls. And now, <laughs> and now they beat them again. It's just it, and then I sent you the Lonzo Ball news, and and Nick's like, how many games has he missed? At the end of the season, two hundred and eleven, two hundred eleven. God. All right, what the fuck headline time, Nick? You ready? Yeah, let's go. Oh, 
Oh, my better. So, uh, yeah, all right, we're, we'll we'll put a little bit of a, a serious note on this as we talk about it. So, the the article that I found in the Wall Street Journal, by the way, the Wall Street Journal, I, to not put a serious note on it yet, I'll let you know when it's getting serious. The Wall Street Journal is trying to let it, like, trying to make us think that, like, it's okay not to live without a bathroom. Or, like, maybe you should just, maybe you could live on $12 a day. Like, that's all the articles I've seen of the Wall Street Journal coming out lately. They're like, who needs a living room? Like, why don't you just sleep on the floor? And those are, like, legitimate art. Like, is sleeping on the floor better for you? It's like, shut up, Wall Street Journal. You're here to, like, give me stock picks that that I'm ultimately going to lose money on. Okay, now we're serious. Uh, this is a what the fuck headline of the week. A, a psychiatrist tried to quit gambling. Betting apps kept her hooked. Uh, and the the tagline underneath the title says, while uh, Katvita Fisher sank deeper into six-figure losses, companies kept her going with bonus credits, VIP treatment, and data tracking. I'll give you guys the, the, the bluff here, the bottom line up front. Uh, essentially... Uh, this psychiatrist got a divorce. She has two kids. As a single mom to pass time, she got into gambling. Um, ended up taking out loans on her home, taking out loans on her credit cards, taking out loans on herself. So I think she refinanced her, her home like twice. Her argument was that DraftKings and I think another company, PointsBet, kept sucking her in because they kept giving her offers. And she was a VIP customer. So they kept giving her VIP customers. Hey, uh, you know, bet uh, here's a here's a fifteen hundred dollar free pit play, which I've never gotten. So uh, DraftKings, uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to become a degenerate gambler with my fifteen hundred dollar free pet play whenever you can give it to me. Um, at one point in the article, it says that that uh, Kavita was up uh, five hundred. She had gotten everything back on a burner. She was Start, down. Started with seven fifty. Made it all the way to five hundred thousand. Well, well, started with seven fifty, or started betting crazy amounts of money. Was in six figures of debt, then hit a hot streak and was uh, and it had it all cleared. And then I believe it's within a day she had lost it all. Jeez. And she said, uh, th- "There's a there's a quote in the in the this is I, I hate to say people are kind of hacks at their job." But she says, as a psychiatrist familiar with human impulses and addiction, she knew better than most what she needed to do and yet couldn't do it. She was up against an industry skilled in the art of leveraging data analytics and human behavior to keep customers betting. Gambling companies tracked the ups and downs of Fisher's betting behavior and gave bonus credits to keep her playing. VIP customer representatives offered encouragement and gifts. Yeah, so started with 750, hit a hot streak last summer that stretched over six days. She played ra- played round after round of online casino games until her winnings hit 500,000. Bro, if I hit 100,000, that is instant yoinks. I'm pulling everything but $750. The $750 is the sunk cost. That You cannot blame a business who makes money from you continuing to bet for you not being able to stop. It's real simple. Delete the app. 
Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it goes in here that she did delete the app and she did use the limits that the apps have set in them to keep her gambling. But when she got started again, she just went right back to it. I think the one, the one thing that's at fault here is Pennsylvania set up a gambling help portal, online portal that did not work, <laughs> did not work at all. So she signed up for it. It did not work. And then she was back to betting. And basically this online portal would basically deletes, deletes the apps from your phone and doesn't let you download them or, or something like that. I don't, or I don't know how it works or blocks transactions or something. This just really seemed like, woe is me. Uh-huh. Uh, no, there's no accountability in this article. Right now, of course, this is a serious problem. I'm not going to say that it isn't. There are people that struggle with gambling and gambling companies don't do a good job. I've experienced it in that, not that I'm a problem gambler, but that DraftKings, when you haven't been playing for a while, DraftKings will send you a, hey, and I and Nevada and I have experienced this before, that I said, hey, man, what are you going to use your $50 free play on? You know, I think it was at the start of college basketball season. DraftKings just dropped a $50 free play into my account. I said, Nevada, I said, did you get this $50 free play? Nevada said, I haven't got it. Right? So it's kind of stuff like that. I can only imagine spending the amount of money that this woman did, six figures of betting, what they would drop into your account. The other thing that is kind of unfortunate is she recently divorced, started betting to fill time, right? Played the online casino games. We all know how addictive they are. Everyone's used social media. It's the same. It's the same concept. That's why the scrolling is so, you know, hormone inducing. the The VIP that she would exchange texts and emails with was filling a void that she had as well. And that was like my biggest, like, damn, that's unfortunate. Right, because if she stopped, then she no longer had that person to talk to. So that was that was like the biggest, like, man, that's pretty unfortunate from reading from it. But and he was scratching the itch too, because she'd be like, "Can I have a free play?" And he'd be like, "Here you go, enjoy." Yeah. How was your weekend? I just added the following offer to get your Tuesday started off right. Mm. Earn thirty casino, earn thirty dollar casino credits for every one thousand dollars wagered on slots. Which is bonkers, by the way. That's that's a terrible. Some of the deals I was that's like, that's a terrible Whoa. deal. <laughs> Up to a thousand dollars over seventy two hours, so you can earn back a thousand. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, she was betting like crazy, man. Listen, what a bummer. I, listen, I, I, when I put money in my account, it normally goes away, right? I'm, I'm not, you know, if, if I hit it big, and like for example, this this year when I hit it big on the home run bets that I hit, I had three k in my account, just like you're saying, Jermaine. I took out twenty eight hundred, right? Because I had two hundred put in. I'm gonna keep two hundred in there. Right. That's a sunk cost that I, you know, I enjoy betting and I bet with that. Right. But I pulled out that other money. I, I don't ever think that if it would come to like getting a loan or like refinancing my house, like that's great. Draining your kids' college funds. That's what all the things that she did. Like draining your kids' college funds. As a parent, I mean, that's something that like I know that 
I have a savings account for my daughter that I put money into every month. And that shit don't get touched. That shit is like, I, that's like the Holy grail to me. That's, I don't touch that shit. Yeah. That's spent money at that point. Right. Yeah. That's it's, I, I think literally think of it in my head as a bill. I got to pay it every month and I don't get it. And ultimately we do, you know, empathize with Kavita Fisher. Now there's faults on both entities, right? Obviously a business is going to, he's, they're going to reach out to continue to make money, which is why Microsoft went to software as a service instead of just buying the one-time license, right? So the businesses are continuing to find ways to get you to spend money. That's their ultimate goal. And that sucks that, that she went through that. I couldn't imagine that. It sounds super traumatic. If you are listening to this podcast and you have issues with gambling, please reach out to somebody you know. Please reach out to phone lines or any of the help services that you know did not work for her, but that's anecdotal, right? It could work for you. If you are having issues with gambling, it is a very serious situation and not having your finances correct can add a lot of undue stress in your life. So please, if even if you hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube, you leave a comment, hey, you reach into the DMs, like we, we will even talk to you. I promise you that. But please do something. Don't sit there at feeling helpless. That is not what we want. This podcast is fun. It's in jest. That's why the motto is hashtag fade us. Like, but at the end of the day, we know this is very serious and it can have, you know, impacts on your life. So please seek help. For sure. All right, let's get into blind five boys. Hell oh. yeah. All right, Nevada, you want to do it or you want me to take over? You got it pulled up. All right. Go yeah, for I it. got it pulled up here. Let's go. Okay. All right. So here you go, boys. Uh, blind five. Uh, first option for you guys. Let's go. Hey, Arnold. Nickelodeon TV shows. Nineties mm. cartoon. Sorry, cartoons. Nineties cartoons. Nickelodeon cartoons. Nickelodeon mm. TV shows. Maybe. Hey, Arnold is fire. But is it the most fire? Is Hey Arnold better than Cat Dog? No. I, I I never liked Hey Arnold. I was a oh. I was a uh, I was a Cartoon Network kid. So. Oh, hit hit too close to home. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, so five, four, five. You want to just put it at five then? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say five. Yep. All right. So we got Hey Arnold at five. Uh, next one, let's go Dexter's Lab. Oh, oh bro. Dexter's Lab's a bop, dude. With Kronk. Oh. Dexter's Lab is so good, dude. Omelette du fromage. Oh. Omelette du fromage. And that, the mom, though? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you out there cheating, ain't you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not just watching Dexter's Lab. <laughs> I saw a mom today that was incredibly sexy, and I was just like, why am I so attracted to moms? And then well, Dexter's, my friend, Dexter's Lab's mom immediately popped into my head. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was beat over the head with sexy moms my entire childhood, bro. Is this is this sexy? Is this moms with gigantic asses? Is that is this the... <laughs> she had a she had a grand wagon here, bro, for sure. She did. Uh, I'll put it two. I'm good with two. Yeah, for sure. Dexter's laboratory at two. 
first of all. All right. It's Dexter's Laboratory. All right. Next, uh, let's go Rugrats. Oh, solid choice, but I think that's four. That's four. Yeah. Four? I yeah. love Rugrats, but it's really not that great. And it's kind of dark. That's also the fan like theory on it. I don't have you ever heard of the fan theory? Uh-uh. It's um Angel. I think it's either Angelica or Tommy. All the other kids died in some sort of like dark way, like miscarriage or this, that, and the other, and that's why they never grow up. Oh, and it's geez. all in her imagination, and she remembers that. And that's why Tommy Pickle's dad is an alcoholic. Uh, that's why the twins' parents are like never around. Like it's super dark. Damn. And the, like the tw the twins, it's Phil and Lil. It's because she didn't know which one it was supposed to be. Uh, so she just made them twins. Are you looking it up right now, Aaron? Yeah. It's dark, bro. Uh -huh. it, and it kind of tainted Rugrats for me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. So Reptar's still sick. It's called the Rugrats Never Happened Theory. And basically, all the kids were made up by Angelica to cope with her absentee parents. And then it goes into some other stuff. Like Tommy was a stillborn. Whatever. We were not. <laughs> it gets kind of creepy. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys can look that up on your own out there if you want to. We could post it on Twitter. As yeah. Well. Dang. All right. Dang. Dang. Next one. Let's go Powerpuff Girls. Ah, three. I say three, yeah. Is it Powerpuff or Powder Puff? It's Powder Powell. Puff. No, I don't Powder know. Puff. No, Powder Puff is when they when the girls would play football at your high school. What? Eric, what do you mean what? I don't remember that. Anyway, and then the last one, which uh I thought it was going to be the number one anyway. Batman animated series. Oh, I think we nailed this list, Nick. Yeah, I think we crushed this list, yeah. I You always got to leave room for number one because this is this is a little tricky tricksters. They try to hit you with the – they try to make it so you put something one. So shout out Kevin Connolly. The Batman uh, animated series is not number one. Mark Hamill. Um, the only maybe you could flip Pay Arnold and Rugrats, maybe. Yeah. Because I think Hey Arnold was better. But no, those are all fire shows, though. I've only seen a few episodes of two of those shows. It's tragic. Yeah, it's because you hate mm -hmm. cartoons, though. And you didn't have a childhood, so, I mean, that's fine. It's fine, yeah. too. You're bad childhood. too busy out there cheating. <laughs> <laughs> He's pursuing his Grand Wagoneers. <laughs> that's right. Pursuing your Dexter's lab mom in real life. And uh, so today's topic, way too early NFL predictions, Super Bowl matchup and winner. We'll start with you, Nevada. All righty. Um, Eric, are you writing this down? Yeah, I have it open. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I feel like I know where Eric's going to go with, with one of them. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think because I almost want to pick like two real dark horses, but that just doesn't happen for the Super Bowl. There's always got to be at least someone in the top, you know, say 10 of um, Super Bowl odds. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to go with. Screw it. I'll go with the Packers. Damn. In the NFC. Um you know, Jordan Love actually showed up this year, which was a big question mark if he was or wasn't. Um, 
we'll see if he can keep that momentum running. Obviously, they got to fix the uh, the defense a bit, but it's still a good defense at times. Um, but I think they got something working there for in Green Bay, so I'll go with Green Bay and NFC. Um, yeah, I was gonna pick the Packers as well. That kind of I sucks. had the Packers down as well. Yeah, I was, was gonna pick the Packers. Oh, as well. Hell yeah, <laughs> he, got, it to he got he got everyone. It's all right. I have my pivot. I have my pivot ready. Yeah. All right. So uh AFC, this one is where I'm gonna throw in the dark horse. Um, Nick closed Katie's ears. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Justin because Fields Steelers. Whoever Steelers, it's the Mike Tomlin Steelers. You add a quarterback who can play in there, you got something that's lethal. I I like them, especially at plus six thousand. Send me, send Mike Tomlin off with a bang. Yeah, I I can't bet against Mike Tomlin. Um, that's pretty funny. That'll tie into a little foreshadowing later of surprise offseason moves. Who do you got winning it, Nevada? Oh, winning it. Um, it's, a, it's pretty much why we play the game. I'll go with Tomlin. Tomlin Pittsburgh Tomlin over Green Miller. Bay. Didn't uh, Pittsburgh? Didn't Aaron Rodgers play Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl? Did he? he yeah. Was yeah. 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 He did. He did. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, just, we can easily go look it up. Yeah, I mean, if only there was some sort of supercomputer that could tell us this information as soon as we wanted it. Uh, no, that's a fire choice. I'll go next while they're looking that up. I'm going to go with um, – It was Pittsburgh. I'm going Chiefs-Rams. God you said Chiefs-Rams? Chiefs-Rams, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Kansas City is on the quest for three. Sean McVay – first time since the Matt Stafford trade has a first round pick. They hit on Kobe Turner and uh, God, who's the other? Was it Lloyd? They they had another awesome defensive player that they drafted super well. Puka Nakua hit in the fifth. Cooper Cup, I expect him to be healthy this year. He's going to be good. Matt Stafford's going to be there. Uh, they're going to they're gonna sure up that offensive line. I really think that the Rams have all the makings of a team to just make a run towards the Super Bowl. So I'm going Chiefs over Rams. And we all know I'm a narrative-driven individual. Uh, storytelling is the best thing in the world to me. I'm going Kansas City to win it all. And they're going to be the first team to, oh! to three-peat. <laughs> And it, it makes it even better because Nevada took my Packers pick, and I was going to pick the Packers to win it, but because he had to go and mess that up, now he gets to sit there and think about Kansas City being the first team to three. Yeah, games. yeah, I'm the asshole. <laughs> as long as you know. To pick All the right. goddamn Rams, too. Give us your picks, Eric. Uh, so I had – originally I had Green Bay and Houston, um, and I had Houston winning it. So I'm going to pivot. I'm still going to leave Houston in there. I want to pick oh. Philly so badly, but I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the right thing, and I'm gonna say we've had the team that make it to the NFC Championship every year move up next year. So I'm gonna go Detroit versus Houston. Houston spanks that ass. I swear to God, if you guys don't <laughs> stop taking my <laughs> NFC teams, now I gotta choose some bum ass team. Panthers, you can pick the same team, Nick. No, I can't. You I can't. can't. Do it. It's They're... like ordering the same dish at a restaurant. You can't do it. You guys do it all the time. No, wrong. 
All right. Fuck all of you guys. <laughs> Just I had pick the, the same I had, team. I had the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers. I refused to pick the Green Bay Packers. I had the Buffalo Bills and the LA Rams. I refused to pick the LA Rams. I had the Buffalo <laughs> Bills and the Detroit Lions. I refused to pick the fucking Buffalo Bills. Well, you're taking the or, 49ers then. Poor you. No, I'm not taking the 49ers. 49ers are in for a regression, right? Partly because Eric's going to accept my trade with Debo Samuel, and I don't want to see him do well. Um, I will choose the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills will beat the New York Jets in the AFC Championship. Mm. Buffalo Bills. And you know what? Just because Eric took my my pick, the Dallas Cowboys are going to get over the hump. They're going to the Super Bowl. But in an old-fashioned 90s brawl Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills beat the Dallas Cowboys. That's what I had picked at the beginning of the season <laughs> last year. I love it, dude. I picked it for the same reason. Well, I mean, they were both good teams. So. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> yeah. you were like, oh, I'll take the Giants and Panthers. <laughs> oh, Buffalo winning it all. So one thing that every single one of us picked is the AFC is going to win it next year. Pittsburgh, Unless Philly makes it. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Houston, and Buffalo. Even if Philly makes it, the, the AFC is winning. All right. So, uh, rookies of the year, I'll go I'll go first. So, Nevada went first. I'll go first this time. So, it was Nevada, me, Eric, Nick, and then we'll just keep that trend. So, Nevada, you're last on this one. I'm going uh, offensive. I'm going Jaden Daniels, quarterback, LSU. Defensive. I'm going Quinion Mitchell, cornerback, Toledo. How do you spell Quinion? Quinion is Q U I N Y O N. Mitchell? Common spell. Yeah. Uh, you said Toledo? Yeah, cornerback. All right, cool. And it's your pick, Eric. Uh, oh, let me see what I wrote down here. Okay, so for offense, I have uh, Adonai Mitchell, wide receiver out of Texas. And for defense, I have uh, Layatu Latu Edge out of UCLA. Yeah, great pick by Eric right there. I mean, I, I'll, I'll just kind of I'll kind of play off Eric right now. That's my defensive rookie of the year. We we have seen it goes to a if you can get to the quarterback, you can be in the discussion to win the awards. He was fourth in the NCAA with 13 sacks last year. He's the best edge rusher in this class. I'm also going with that pick. Uh, Latu. Uh, don't want to mess up his first name. Uh, you know, this is normally the rookie of the year is if any rookie quarterback seems to play well, they win this award. I don't think any of these quarterbacks will play well in their first year enough to win it. I'd love to see... Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. win this award just to get some love for the wide receivers, um, and that's that. That's who all. That's all. Who all go with? Uh, yeah. So you went with Marvin Harrison Jr. wide receiver, wow. Ohio State, mm -hmm. and then you went with Liatu Latu, defensive end, US UCLA. I don't know if I spelled that right either. You, but you know what? Actually, let me pivot real quick. He is such a freak athlete that I hope he can dominate. I'm going to go Brock Bowers from Georgia for rookie of the year. Bro, I really want the Saints to draft him. <laughs> I really I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go Brock Bowers. He can block, 
He can catch. He's a Rob Gronkowski, but better. I want him to win rookie of the year. How, Let's how relax. are you going to say that? How He's never he even taken better? one NFL snap. Better. Oh, Jesus, the hyperbole is rich. With Better. Uh, so uh, I do have a question before we get to Nevada's pick. You guys aren't concerned with uh, Latu's medicals? Mm-mm. He retired from college football and then came back. Good. He knew he had it in him. <laughs> uh, everything I've heard about him says, regardless of he's uh, undersized or, or a little bit slower than a lot of the other guys, he's got like 17 moves in his arsenal that he can hit people with. And he's like, yeah, one of them is a non-working knee. <laughs> Sorry, dude. All right, all right. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how he gets around people. He, he, <laughs> Jason Pierre-Paul doesn't have a hand and can sack people. So yeah, that seems a lot less essential than a knee. <laughs> but all right, let's go into bad offense first. Poor favorite offense. I'm gonna go Rome Odunze, wide receiver, Washington. Um, probably the best wide receiver, either him or Marvin Harrison. Uh, but I think uh, Odunze's ability to adjust to bad passes and his body control in the air is going to be a huge benefit for him, considering he's going to probably go top 10, if not top five, which means you probably have a shit quarterback. So, um, you know, when the Panthers are throwing to Odunze, he can adjust and catch that Bryce Young pass. Well, the Panthers don't have a pick in the top five, so... Oh, that's right. Um, Kansas City is going to fucking three-peat now. I want to change my answer. <laughs> second, uh, the second one, I I really want to go with Cooper DeGene. You know, Hell yeah, just for the to, brand. Yep. Um, that's, that's my wish for one. Uh, but I'm going to go with Dallas Turner, the edge rusher out of Bama. So um, just big. He can bend. He can get around. Um, there's not much he can't do. Um, and he's got, and that's, knees. he's got, he's got good knees. So, um, I think right now he's projected right around 10, if not top 10, something like that, but I'll go with Dallas Turner, but caveat, I think we all want Cooper DeGene to win, uh, defensive rookie of the year Cooper in honor of Jade's off in honor of, uh, Seahorn. Jason Seahorn. <laughs> Uh, Eric, dark horse team. Uh, said I wasn't going to do it. You are. It's every year. I'm going to do it's it. It's for the yep. brand. Here it comes. Yeah. The newly uh, redesigned with a new head coach, Los Angeles Chargers, bro. Yeah, I have course. to have the faith. I have to keep the faith. No, Los you Angeles. just have to keep the brand. <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. That's Eric's dark horse team. Uh, I think Nevada will be all right with that as long as it's not the Chiefs. Nick, Dark Horse. Come on. Can't get much worse. What's the stat you gave me today? (laughs) Since since 2000, there have been 766 offenses in the NFL. Last year, the Carolina Panthers averaged 4.7 yards per attempt. That was good enough. Pass attempt, by the way. That was good enough for 763rd out of 766. Therefore, my dark horse team is the Carolina Panthers. Can't be worse, baby. Can't be worse. Literally cannot be worse. Literally. (laughs) That stat broke my brain when I heard it. I instantly had to text Nick. Yep. 
Yep. And believe me, it looked like it. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, I was like, I don't think I watched them and I didn't think it was that bad, but Bryce Young didn't throw a touchdown in like 13 games or some crazy step. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Nevada, it's your pick. Well, I guess my obvious pick would have to be the Steelers, considering I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, it's so bonkers that a dark horse team is a team that hasn't had a losing record. Yeah. And, well, and that's a, a big part of it. Until Tomlin does something else, I'm not going to not bet with him. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with the Steelers. Maybe they'll actually give Jalen Warren the ball. I don't know. We'll see. Dude, everyone did the same thing with Tony Pollard. They gave Tony Pollard the rock for a year. And everyone's like, Tony Pollard sucks. Can we stop with the backup and wanting him to the efficient backup? It's Lamar Miller. It's Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller left the Miami Dolphins to the Houston Texans and was dog shit. It's Ronnie Brown all over again. Bro, like you can pick <laughs> so many instances of it. Oh, shit. We're cheating again. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then for my pick... I'm going with the Cantlanta Falcons. God, Kirk Cousins is going to love playing on that team. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> got to spell it Cantlanta Falcons, Eric. It's for the brand. Do not – don't – what's going on here? Atlanta. We, nobody says that. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard it. There's an I in Falcons for the it's, record. It's it's coming. It's coming soon. It really <laughs> is. The Buccaneers are the Buccaneers did great. Every almost every year, <laughs> or every year for like the last six or seven or eight years, a team drafting in the top ten goes on to make the playoffs. So good thing Carolina's not drafted in the top ten. Yeah, dude. It's, it's off, <laughs> it's off brand. Wouldn't want those expectations. All right, Nick. So you have um, – I put surprise offseason moves. It can just be surprises for the season as well if you want to go that way. But, Nick, you have the next pick. Uh, surprise offseason moves. Um, does it have to be a surprise or can it be uh, one of these teams signs Kirk Cousin, ultimate final white quarterback boss? Uh, Broncos, Falcons – Raiders, bro, Titans. go out on a limb. Tell us the goddamn team. What What's gonna be the Falcons? Okay. It's gonna be the Falcons or the or. Here's the thing. It's it, I think it's gonna be the Falcons. Now the Denver Broncos have been known to throw oodles of money at tall white <laughs> quarterbacks. So that's my that's my. Kirk Cousins is look at this. What I have in my hand. Kirk Cousins is is inbound on signing a Falcons contract an old horse face John Elway calls with a hundred more million than he's getting with Atlanta the projected number he's supposed to get in free agency is 51 million a year yeah incredible for a 35 year old coming off an Achilles tear in like week 10 and it's his plant leg it's not like Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers is on his on his lead leg it's not on his plant leg what Fifty-one million. These quarterback numbers are out of control. But John always said, "Watch me double it." <laughs> Fifty-one million. That's too low. Look how tall and white he is. Yeah, John Elway might have another stroke if he offers him that money. <laughs> what a man of faith he is. That's that's crazy. All right, so we'll just go one by one. Uh, Nevada, what's your first? Uh, first one. 
Um, Robert Sala's first head coach fired. Mm. That's a fire. Wait. Yeah, okay. It doesn't have to be offseason. I put offseason, but I meant surprise. Surprise moves is what I meant. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't dislike that one at all. So that's fun. Uh, my first one is Justin Fields gets traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers for George Pickens in a fourth round pick. Do it. Pull the trigger right now. Absolutely. For Pull the trigger right and a what? And a fourth. Get him out of there. If they want Deontay Johnson, throw him in there too. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, they keep their second. They draft a wide receiver to replace George Pickens. The Pittsburgh Steelers always nail wide receivers. Yikes, dude. I'm just saying, just fields on that offense. And Arthur Smith is a run first offensive coordinator. You give him a running quarterback. He might actually throw the ball. <laughs> Imagine getting get fucked, <laughs> Arthur Smith. I will lose my mind. Uh, Eric, what's your pick? Uh, surprise season moves. Uh, snuck up on it. I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. It's just because I, 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 I was thinking off season this all the time. But no, I'm no, gonna... no, off season counts. No, no, as well. I want to stick with what I wrote down. I'm gonna write. Uh, DeAndre Swift goes to Houston. Another David Johnson type player. Yeah, just you know, Houston. Houston loves to grind quarter or running backs up and spit them out. Shout out Devin Singletary. I, I'm thinking about it from the viewpoint of uh, the running back market, cap space, and a team that's needy and they have hell of cap space, which is yeah. I think they crazy. I think they're in line for one of the elite ones. But that's a that's a good pick. Uh, go ahead and hit the turn on that, Eric. Uh, the turn on that, I'm going to go with uh, – damn it, dude. I'm going to go with Legereus Sneed to Philly. That's a trendy pick on the on on the online circles right now. So That's what I want, too. It's like my deepest, darkest desire yeah. right now. Uh, so you don't want Marshawn no more? I'll take either one, to be honest. <laughs> but, I mean, the dude's younger, so. Marshawn's only 27. Does he really feel like he's been in the league for like seven or eight, nine he years? he has been in the oh, league shit. for a long time. Oh, bro, there's just certain players you're like, oh, like DJ Moore. DJ Moore is like 26. How long has DJ Moore been catching passes? At least like, got him from Cam Newton. Like 2015? DJ Moore has been in the league forever, and he's like not yeah. even 27 yet. 2018, I think. 2018. It's bonkers. Um. The <laughs> sorry, Eric. Uh, <laughs> this is just not gonna jive with you. Los Angeles Chargers flop <laughs> in Harbaugh Harbaugh's initial season, going four and thirteen, Oof. and Greg Roman is fired. Mm. Harbaugh is coming in, and I do think that it was a great hire, right? Especially if you're trying to turn culture around. Harbaugh, we've seen him do it before, but Harbaugh plays a style that does not necessarily jive in today's NFL, and he doesn't have the personnel on that roster right now to jive with today's NFL or to, to play his style in today's NFL. So they're going to get blasted early and often. They're going to – 
they're going to be bought like they're going to lead the league in rush attempts and everyone's going to be like what the fuck are you doing you have Justin Herbert and that's going to ultimately lead to Greg Roman getting fired they're going to have a change of philosophy and they'll end up you know becoming a much more balanced team but i think Harbaugh flops in his initial season on in Nevada all right, I'm going to go with a bit of a player prop here, but it's going to be a wild one. <laughs> Devon A-Chain rushes for 2K. Wow. Devon A-2K? A-A-2K, yep. He had uh, 800 rushing yards, basically as a backup, um, in 119 offensive snaps, which is 49th overall in only 11 games. Again, mostly while playing behind Mostert or at best um, split time. So um, I see Mostert taking a step back. A chain step takes a step forward. 17 games. Uh, do a little math and squint hard, and you see two 2,000 yards. <laughs> you said 18 games? It's 17, big fella. Yeah. 18 now, weeks, 17 games. Go ahead, now. Nick. Now, Nevada and I think on the same wave, wavelength, right? Know each other since Jesus. we're five years old. I'm going to go another 2,000-yard rusher who played the same amount of games, but it's not going to be Devon Achan. It's going to be Kyron Williams to go along with the L.A. Rams actually realizing that they can run the football and Cooper Cup being healthy and having a first-round pick and Matt Stafford coming back from his uh, elbow injury, which people don't talk about a lot. Right, how much impact that has has on him throwing the football. Kyron Williams in 12 games last year, 1144 yards, 12 touchdowns. Uh, that's five yards per attempt. By the way, what what I tell you, Sean McVay is unstoppable when they can run the football. 100. I, I think say, I say that all the time. I think he rushes for 2,020, like 2,000 rush yards, 20 touchdowns for Kyron Williams. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought the same thing, Eric. So <laughs> <laughs> like, that's an oddly specific record. Yeah, I was just like, uh, okay, two thousand over two thousand was good, Nick. And I'll and I'll turn it. I'll I'll turn it again if we're going back. Yeah, turn it uh, back. Brock Purdy is not the midseason starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Why does everyone want him to fail so bad? I just I just think it's I think it's gonna be built up media pressure. And you've seen kind of the cracks start to form in his, you know, in last year where they, oh, do we bench him? Do we not? But like, it's it's going to form. And San Francisco is going to suffer from the same hangover that they, they suffered last Super Bowl. And Eric, you should scoop up Debo Samuel because the quarterback they're bringing in, he's going to target Debo late in the season near playoff time. Tell you what. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dynasty has made fantasy football so much fun. It's hysterical, bro. Uh, well, I don't think Eric will agree, but I, I think it's been a whole lot of fun. Um, So I was going to say Saquon Barkley was going to sign with the Houston Texans. Wait, am I? I'm not next. No, so, sorry, next. Nevada, yeah. you're next. You will say it after Nevada's pick unless no, he no, says No, no, no. I oh, have a different choice. Very good. Uh, I will say... Um, how about Stefan Diggs and Devontae both get traded? To whom? Oh my god, I have to get great question. Next slide, 
<laughs> Stefan so, digs to the Kansas City Chiefs. He he pulls a Marion Hosa and finally realizes that he can indeed not beat them and must join them. Um, yeah, that really ruins my next pick. That sucks. So I, so I was originally going to go with Saquon signs with the Houston Texans. Eric already had a running back to the Texans. And then I was going to go with Tyler Lockett, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen are all cap casualties signaling the changing of the guard. But, um, I will go with something else here and I will say, um, <laughs> Man, I really don't know what to go with here. Um, Khalil Mack is traded to the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills love their uh, out of uh, out of style edge rushers, out of favor edge rush edge rushers, I should say. Oh, I was going to say he had seventeen sacks last. I said out, out out of out of favor. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's pretty good still. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, Khalil Mack traded to Buffalo and then add uh, Nick Bo. Sorry, Joey Bosa to the Forty Matters. Dude, that would be a, a tandem. The Racist, play. but a tandem. It's so funny. I still like never ever saw what was exactly said, but literally everyone calls him racist. <laughs> Neither have I. It's hysterical to me. I'm just like, I don't know why, but I'm not gonna correct it. It's funny. <laughs> it, it, was, it was it was like two years ago. I can't it, can't remember the quote, but yeah, it was uh it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> it doesn't look purdy, that's what they say in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Uh all right, last one. Damn it, how did I miss that? Uh <laughs> Since right. Jermaine wants to shatter my dreams and say the Chargers are going to go four thirteen, four and thirteen, I'm going to go the opposite direction and say Jim Harbaugh knows what his game plan is, so he's going to trade for Josh Jacobs, and Josh Jacobs is going to lead the NFL in rushing next year. Trade for a free agent or sign Josh Jacobs, <laughs> and he's going to lead the league in rushing next year. I trade money for Josh Jacobs. Life is transactional, you know. Hey, that's a, that's a motto of mine for sure, baby. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm a firm believer that Jim Harbaugh is is the right coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. But with the age of that roster, they don't have the scheme to play his style. I think he's going to flop, and it's going to raise a lot of flags. Remember, John Gruden wasn't that great with Las Vegas when he first came in. So Sean Payton, I mean, Nevada experienced that. <laughs> in his first year, turned it around and then benched the quarterback so that way he could gut him. I didn't understand that. So let's go with second year breakouts. We're back to Nevada being number one. Anthony Richardson. Mm. Uh, he's hopefully he'll finally be healthy. Um, in his four four appearances, he had threw for three tutties, rushed for four, and only had one pick. So. I think another year getting under his belt, another year in the system, another year of, uh, you know, getting bigger. The dude's already big enough, but um, I think he'll he'll do well there. they got a great offensive line. So um, bounce, bounce back slash, I don't know, sophomore uh, takeoff, but we'll go with Anthony Richardson for a breakout player for year two. 
Yeah, Anthony Richardson's a good choice. Uh, so we'll go ahead here and um, so I'm next. I will take uh, Bryce Young. Okay. Hey, Pro Football Focus says it's per- says it perfectly. All right, they say uh, it has to be Young. There isn't another option at this point, considering the very underwhelming rookie season. <laughs> yeah. Bryce Young, quarterback, Carolina. I'm a big fan of Canales, uh, the head coach that they brought in for this system. In back-to-back years, worked with Geno Smith and Baker Mayfield, both first-round quarterbacks that had shown shown promise. Right, that's the one one thing you probably say Bryce Young didn't show promise. Um, but I, I think very, it's going to be very accurate though. It's going to be a much more favorable system for Bryce Young for them to get into it. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going with Bryce Young on that one. Uh, and, and very, very, one of the things that those guys did not have that Bryce Young has is he didn't put up a lot of stats, but he is very, very accurate. The fact that his stats are not worse is because he was indeed accurate indeed accurate yeah and it's to get it there it's not his fault jonathan mingo can't get open yeah or terrence marshall <laughs> yeah you should be ashamed of yourself that adam Thielen is a thousand yard wide receiver both of you both of you from respectable colleges <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself uh oh by the way it's terrace marshall not terrence it's terrence until he plays <laughs> <laughs> I'll give the N out when he plays better. Uh, oh, I'm can't not really saying that. Can't really say that out loud. I won't be saying that, everybody. Yeah, you know that was uh, Eric Washington who oh, said get that, the bro. N out. Give him. You should just say his social. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> All right, Eric. What's uh? What's your pick? Uh, simply based off of uh the fact that he, the. The guy won't be in front of him anymore. I'm going to go with Ty, uh, Ty J. Spears, running back out of Tennessee. I can't even say his mm. name. Is it Tajay? I don't know how to say it. Is it Tajay Spears? Tajay Spears. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's everywhere on every street corner. We have one like two minutes from us. Oh, I had him on my list. It's a good choice. Yeah, it's a good choice. Uh, I had him thrown on my list. Uh, I was debating between two players, but since Jermaine did me the courtesy of staying uh, in the division and picking a player from a team he hates – I'm going to stay in the division. I'm going to pick A.T. Perry. A.T. Perry is a kid that I was high on. I'm not over it, Eric, by the way. Uh, I'm not over it. I don't like it. Uh, I should have been able to draft A.T. Perry. Um, Eric didn't take him. I didn't take oh, A.T. Perry. I took Puka. Oh, oh, that's right. You fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> somebody else took A.T. Perry. O'Connell took him. Oh, that's okay. Super uh, high. He – uh, last year for this stats are from Pro Football Focus. He ran just over 200 yeah, uh, 200 routes on the year, but managed four touchdowns and 246 yards. Um, he averaged 20.5 yards per reception. And coming out of college, he was not a burner type wide receiver. He was very much like a move the sticks, tall, big possession wide receiver for uh, Wake Forest. So you know, with, with the Saints potentially losing. Um, Michael Thomas and Rashid, Rashid Sahid in free agency. It's really opening door for for a promising sophomore season for Mr. A.T. Perry. Uh, I think that's a good choice. It just, you know, depends. It just very much depends, obviously. And since that's I'm last, I'll, 
And since I'm last, I'll throw another one in. Uh, Broderick Jones for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's important to Matt's claim that, that Pittsburgh is going all the way. Broderick Jones at Georgia was one of the best pl- pass blockers in the country. And then all of a sudden, when he gets to the NFL, he just forgets to pass block. I, like He was horrible last year in pass blocking. I think he had a 48 grade, according to Pro Football Focus. So I'm not saying he's going to become a great pass blocker, but he has to at least regress positively or progress positively towards the mean between how great he was in college, the best pass blocking offensive tackle at Georgia coming out of school. And now he's one of the worst pass blocking tackles who's, who's played uh, a lot, a significant number of staff uh, snaps <laughs> last year. I don't believe it. So Broderick Jones is, was my, uh, was my second pick. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with, and I think he, he did kind of decent, but I think he's uh, with the guy in front of him leaving. I'm going to go JSN. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Yeah, if Tyler Lockett doesn't leave, though, it's a, it's a bad pick if he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do any of you guys have any defensive players on your breakouts? I do. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm just just curious. Just just curious. Uh, it's my pick, correct? Yeah, your pick. I am going to go. Do I have a defensive tag? Yeah. Do I do I have a I'm going to Mario DeMarvion Overshone. Linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Is it like that? No, I can't be it. D E It's capital N. It's like Marv. D E. Capital N A R V I O N. Riveting podcast. Demarvian. Demar, dude, he played for Texas. You don't remember this guy? I do. I just, I didn't. I never knew it was spelled like that, dude. Demarvian Overshone. All named. All named. Oren Oakenshield. He's part of the all named team, Eric. Who does he play for? He plays for your boys, the Cowboys. Oh Jesus Christ! It's Javarison Lamar. Hingle McCringleberry. <laughs> oh boy. Hingle McCringleberry. All right, Nevada, go ahead. Yep. Um my uh second one, I obviously picked him for 2K, so I'm gonna go A chain. Just gonna keep riding that wave. Damn. Yeah. Say it. Say he's gonna have a breakout. He already his yeah. name is A Chan, by the way, brother. It's it sounds more fun when you say a chain. Okay. <laughs> Moving the a chains. Yeah. Um, and then heading yeah. back, heading back uh, down the list. I'm gonna go defense. This is gonna be a super deep pick. I only know him because he's on the Broncos. Um, but I'm gonna pick Cooper DeGene's other white corner that he played <laughs> with in Iowa in Riley Moss. I knew it. He didn't play this year, did he? No, he was uh, seasoning and getting all the training, but they're saying that uh, this coming year, he should be hitting the field. So He'll be well-seasoned. Yep, well-seasoned, white corner, maybe a nickel. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We're just here for the fun and for the ride. <laughs> and the brand. You know what? Maybe the Broncos could draft Cooper, and we could just have the Iowa secondary in the NFL. <laughs> we'll corner the market on white corners. Uh, you've already cornered it with 50%, brother. <laughs> yeah, we're doing well. Um, I'll take Cameron Latu 
tight end out of Alabama. <clears throat> Third round pick who was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. He tore his ACL in college coming into the season. So that is why nobody is familiar with his game. Um, I think Cameron Latu is, is poised to make some noise. He's a tight end for San Francisco, right? Correct. Damn. Uh, same wavelength here. Uh, I'm going to do uh, – and I did actually have this written down. I'm going to go Nolan Smith, linebacker, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He tore that pectoral. Uh, I think he comes back and he helps shore up that linebacker spot for us. <laughs> Can't be worse, right? Cannot be worse. <laughs> I mean, I think he could probably tackle better than those guys did with the torn pectoral, to be honest. <laughs> you should have thrown him out there anyways. <laughs> Is uh, is Nicobe Dean gonna show up too? Because he was out a lot of. Uh, yeah, I I would like to you know I would I would I would like to see both of them really just take over that linebacker spot and solidify us for ten years. But Nicobe seems to get hurt very frequently, so we'll see. Soft soft bones, something like that. Soft bones. Uh, I'll I'll finish it up with a defensive player. Uh, I'm taking Jair Brown uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. They already have. Uh, Ty, uh, Tyla, Tyla Noah Hufunga. I think that's his first name. I know his last name is Hufunga, but he's already locking down, um, one of their safety spots. Yeah. Yep. Had, had an ACL tear to Sean Gibson is, is probably leaving in, in free agency in the, in the, um, five games, that Brown started last year, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the 14th ranked safety um, overall, and 18th in run defense, and 21st in coverage. You know, for for a guy that's a starting safety uh, and only playing five games, and we saw him have an interception in the Super Bowl, which DraftKings wouldn't let me bet. So fuck you, DraftKings. Um, <laughs> but he's he's going to be my defensive breakout, playing a, playing in a system that. Maybe it's John Lynch for the for San Francisco. Maybe he blesses them, but San Francisco always seems to just crank out great safeties lately. Like it really, does, it does feel like that. I, it's also a byproduct of that front. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if if the quarterback's like, "Oh shit, I gotta throw it," <laughs> yeah, the safeties are probably gonna play a lot better. But I think that's a good pick. Uh, pun intended. It was it was my uh, safety net at the end because you had Cameron Latu. What do you mean? Oh, I thought you thought you had pivoted. no no. I was trying to make a punt on his position. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, that fell flat. So oh yeah, I didn't pick it up. I'm right there with you. I I, I, I heard it. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> okay, Damn. you guys got anything else for the tens and tens? Go birds! You know who you are. If you want to make the picks, hit us oh, up. Yeah. Hey, hit us up. You know who you are. Let, let, <laughs> you only, you know, people will only know why we laughed if they're watching the video. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Podcast Room 303. Don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Revenge of the Pod, on all your podcasting platforms and all things social. For myself, Jermaine Colon Mendes, for my co-host, Nicholas Morahan, for our executive producers, Nevada Putnam and the EPE, we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. Mm-hmm.